Welcome to So Far So Rare. Straight in, no kissing. I literally just came back from doing a wee wee, Harry, and I didn't give you much time. When was the last time you were on? I asked you this beforehand. It feels like a while. It feels like... Oh, Jesus Christ. It feels like over a year ago, if I'm being honest. I can't think of... I can't, honestly, I can't think of when it was. I know I've had, obviously, a couple of appearances, luckily, but mm. no, I've, I've, I genuinely can't remember. You did make an appearance on one of my channels, though. I did. I don't I know did. if you remember. So no, my best ever video had the Harry Trades effect in it. I had your goal, I believe, in the Liverpool video. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, you scoring that worldly at Anfield. Um, I'm still living off that big time, by the way. That was that was <laughs> a worldly. We we talked about you, I think, last week. Um, just talking about how much of a baller you are on the podcast. Oh, fair play. Is, is there a dog in my house? It's not my dog. Can't hear much. I hear a dog, but it doesn't sound like my dog. Maybe he's something wrong. Anyway, Harry, let people know who you are while I go and check on my dog. You've been here before. A lot of people will know you, but like, how long have you been on So Rare? What you're at these days? How you keep winning under 23s? Something like that. I will hear everything, and I'll be back in one second. Just checking my dog is alive. <laughs> no worries at all. Um, yeah, lads. Um, yeah, I'm Harry. I go by Harry Trade on on youtube and, and socials and whatever and yeah i mean yeah been around for a little while now on on sora itself i think yeah january january 2021 um was when i first sort of started playing sora but yeah been making content ever since obviously been lucky enough to be involved with a you know a few sort of yeah sora sort of contenty days shall we say um like like john just alluded to there with the the liverpool thing and yeah, just just somebody that's a big sort of yeah, just obsessed with football and, and has managed to semi turn that into you know my, my sort of main thing I do with my time to be honest. Unreal. Um, so I'm just like I know all that, so it's great. But now everyone knows the crack. Uh, you also have a podcast, the Value of Talent podcast, so people can go and check that out. Um, I it's as well I checked. It isn't my dog. There was a different dog in my house. What? Yeah. Just let himself in or let herself in? No, so my uncle visited and brought his dog in. But there oh, yeah. was a different dog in the house. I wasn't going crazy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you've um, you've won under 23 quite a bit. You're a bit of a... I, I know you as like a midweek fucking vulture. It feels like... Is yeah, that that's fair? Kind of, no, no, it's definitely fair. Um, yeah, I don't know. How, I think I've won it like seven or eight times. I don't know if I'm being honest. Like, I know well, I let's go check. and check your pro history. Nine gold trophies. Okay. A couple of them might be super rare under 23. Maybe two? If, I don't if, know how to check. It probably does to you. I don't know if it does to me. Okay. I can see you've got... If I go to your pro history, I can okay. see nine gold trophies, which is got unbelievable. You. Well, literally, this is what we spoke about when you were last on my channel, wasn't it? It was like the flipping in of... <laughs> you know, like mm. you were saying you had a lot of seconds and thirds, which we're you know, lucky to be in that position of. But it was, you know, getting those first. And I think you've, you've probably done that more than... You could have asked for Ever already, before. if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So like, it, you know, it's kind of happened. I think I've only, I say only, but like, I think I've won once this year, um, which was under 23 super air again, obviously in a midweek. So I'm not doing it on, you know, the, the busy weekends, but um, yeah, no, under 23 changed my, I mean, just to go into like, yeah, under 23, well, you, know, uh, you know, going into that niche on, on Sora as far as like, um, yeah, like sort of my gallery became an under 23 gallery for mm. a long, long time. That was like, the reason I sort of fell in love with playing so real, like I was really passionate about that. Like I, I, I loved the game before that, but I was not very good at it. Finding that niche was like, like massive for me. It was everything. Mm. 
I actually am going to do something I don't normally do and jump right into a question from someone. Okay. It's from Daniel DRC underscore 52. I think it's just pertinent. Has under 23 fallen off? It feels like it was much more important to the community a couple of years ago, not so much now. And for me, I do get that. I've had a couple, like last weekend, I don't think I put in two under 23 teams. I might have put in an under 23 rare pro. It very much depends on my super rares. Maybe it's on me for not having better super rares. But if like Sugawara has a good fixture and Jonathan David's been out of form, but like um, Kakare, Arthur Fiate, I definitely have another clinker. Can't think of who it is. But my point is like, I personally am not prioritizing as much. I think the cash that's in like the all-star competitions, um, even just like trying to get the threshold in cap 240, Maybe it's my galleries changed to the point now where, like, because I have the Harry Kane and the Sane, sometimes I find it more important to use the Sugawara in All Star Rare Pro there because he's a bitching card. Cap two forty super rare. Maybe sometimes I want to put super rares there. Maybe it's a me thing. But are are you feeling that vibe too? Is it is it the vibe? It, it kind of is. I think the overarching sort of elephant in the room type of thing is like there's no Mbappe to win anything. Yeah, fair. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I think that's definitely hindered. It's hindered so if we're being honest. If we're looking at it in like a, you know, like what can we win light, you know, but specifically 23s where he obviously was for the last couple of years and winnable, you know, that was a big, that was a massive reason, you know, why people played under 23s because not only could you you know, like half half the platform, like you weren't playing against half the platform. You, mm. you know, you only play against under twenty three cards. So it's like, and you can still win the main guy, which is still the main guy in the older competition. So it was like, I'm cutting out half the competition to win the exact same really good card here. This feels good, and that, maybe that was you know one of my reasons for sort of starting it. I don't know, maybe subliminally, but like it wasn't like, oh my god, the only reason I'm going to go to under twenty three is because Mbappe is there type of thing. But mm. yeah, I think I think you know it was a Daniel you said who, who sent that question in. I think it's a yeah. very fair question, and yeah, it probably it probably has gone down, like as far as like the the popularity in the community. I don't mind that because that means less competition for me, realistically, yeah. and us who play it. Um, but yeah, no, I think that's a fair statement, definitely. I've, it's, it's got me looking at like this weekend. Like, why am I not entering here? I have Haaland, I have Verts, I have Doku, I have. This is just forwards. It sounds like we flex here, but I'm like, why am I not entering here? And I'm having a look, and I'm wondering like, what can I enter this week? I think maybe my second super rare is the. The bottleneck for me going into under 23 rare plus. Like Kulisevsky, is he really good enough? Arthur Theate, Jonathan David's out of form. Um, Kamaldine Sulemana has been decent enough recently, but again, not going to push you up to podiums. It really is like Max Kakare, who and Leon are 18th in the league, and Shugawara. And I could put them with likes of a Bellingham and a Haaland or a Verts or a, I know Vinicius is injured. I have a lot of under 23 cards. But then I kind of look at that and I'm like, okay, I could do that. Or. I use Sugawara, exactly what I said, in under mm-hmm. 23, or sorry, All-Star Rare Plus, with Harry Kane, Leroy Sané, Joshua Kimmich. Well, I wouldn't do that because I don't have the super rare. Um, maybe Kimmich, Kane, Sugawara, and then like a Johan Handel or something. He's playing amazing at the mm, minute. But he's on fire, isn't he? Yeah, I don't know if it's like a me thing, but it sounds like it's mm-hmm. not necessarily. I think the Mbappe point is just the one and i think over the years the mbappe price has just slid and slid and slid i'm actually interested to go back and look at mbappe rare card price over the last like all time i'm gonna I think pull he's like four eth or something no or four grand or four ETH. i can't remember who i was talking to about this. it with all time in terms of euros <laughs> there was a yeah. sixty-six thousand euro sale back in 2021 yeah. <laughs> but i mean like multiple sold for over 20k back then and then there was a yeah. few years where he was consistently 
cut a year maybe i don't know two years of consistently being a 15 20 grand card mm-hmm. and then since kind of what's that september 2022 he's went down by december he was at eight grand like 10 grand of a drop off and then now he's at about five so there's a i suppose like the jackpot piece has went from being a 15 grand card a 20 grand card to like a five grand card but he's not even winnable so like he's not even winnable what's Haaland would Haaland be the main guy or Kane or Haaland isn't it they're both at like two grand I think oh and and Bellingham for sure those three are the like I'm thinking in under 23 so probably Bellingham isn't it or yeah I don't know I think Bellingham and Haaland are both in around two grand it's like the, the the top prize like the jackpot factor in the last year and a bit Mm-hmm. has went from just under 20k to about 2k it's a 10x isn't it it's 10x when you put it like that it's, it's a lot it's pretty obvious why the i don't know the onus is elsewhere now and like you mentioned you know you're being dragged into to playing the gases and stuff because and maybe champ because of the, the cash prize is down from the podium you know excluding the podium which is mm. nice because even if you don't get a podium but you finish top whatever 15 you know you still get that cash you know added onto the to the card i think that's what under 23s is missing right now it's missing some love i think in the sense that like why don't they pay down to 15 or 20 you know like not crazy amounts but 50 to 100 bucks or whatever it is mm. like i think it needs to be extended down champ is why why isn't under 23 if we're being like really honest because that's like a global competition in that sense mm. gas is obviously global i don't know i just feel like they're miss- maybe not missing a trick but i think i think it deserves i just i think it deserves more <coughs> cash i know i'm gonna say that obviously but like it's no, like I... kind of makes sense though i think yeah, it's one of the. I think it's one of the premium competitions, isn't it? I'm just going to want to have a look at this weekend. Uh, if we look at this weekend, for example, All Star Rare is just shy of twelve thousand dollars. All Star Rare Plus just eight and a half thousand dollars. I don't mean just as in just, but you get me. Challenger Europe about a grand. Same with Rare Plus. America is a bit less. Asia, Europe, whatever. Under twenty three does have eleven hundred for under 23 rare and 1400 for under 23 rare plus which is the most of any of the divisions outside all-star apart from champ champ is actually pretty beefy i didn't realize champ was so beefy and it's just kind of i can't believe i've just realized now you're talking (laughs) champion europe where rare is four thousand three hundred dollars the next most you'll get for like a rare division outside all-star i think it's under 23 at 1100 which like, is just like, add a grand in, like make it two k and just make, you know, from oh, it's less than that. From fourth to tenth, what's that? Six places or seven places? Just put hundred hundred bucks on each one of that, you know, every every one of them, and then top ten all get cash prizes. I think like, that's a no seven hundred quid. Like, well, you give about five hundred k. I agree, but then part of me is also here thinking like, am I deluded because I like under twenty three? I don't have any real challenger cards. Are there challenger people out there going like throw a grand on it? You know what I mean? Yeah, the but it's a soon. global competition, isn't it? That's my yeah, that's my fair. only fair. that's my only like pushback to the cha- uh, the challenger thing. It's like, well, it's only X amount of leagues. This is every league, so it's like mm. I don't know. I I think it I, I think I it will you. come at some point. They've got rid of like the academy and all that stuff. I know that's been you know placed elsewhere or whatever. But like, I don't know. It, it feels like it needs something uh, of that sort. Well, Dan, thanks for the question. There's a big under twenty three convo for you. We're gonna get around to more questions soon. There's loads of them. Um, but first, I'm going to give a shout out to Surare Data. Big shout out to Surare Data, sponsors the podcast, sponsors the channel. You can get 72 hours free at their start here. Try everything out for 72 hours. Use code John Ellis or the link below. Um, 
I use, like I said, I say the same thing every bloody week, and then I lambast myself every week for saying the same thing every week. But I use <laughs> it every day. I use it every week. I build all my lineups on it. I scout on it. I check prices of players. Everything through SoRare Data. So if you haven't used it, or even if you have and you want to upgrade or give it a crack, just code John Nellis. You'll do me a big, big favor. I'll get paid a little bit too. Um, pitch notes, Harry. So we've got more pitch notes. <coughs> Actually, first. Sorry, there was a Cyber Monday club shop deal. Did you buy on him? I did, mate. Yeah, I actually made a... Literally, as soon as it came out, I was like, hang on a minute. I've got 30k coins. I need to buy a unique boost because mm. it's allowed me to boost up my only unique to level 20. So... So did Yusuf, is it? Do you still have him? Yeah, it's like... I still have him, yeah. And he's up to he's up to level 20 now. 10 XP on him, um, which is nice to see. He's still under 23, so... Yeah, it's just fun to see that. I've got a unique to level 20. Um, and I've only used... Because, like, you remember a while ago, I can't remember why they gave them out, but they gave out boosts for free, if that makes sense. Like, I think if you owned a yeah. card, you know, if you owned a unique on Super, you got a boost or whatever. And I never, ever used that free unique boost until I got Zedu to level 18. I was like, okay, well, I'm just two levels away, obviously, here, after, you know, on Cyber Monday from, from making them 20. So I did do that, and I bought maybe a rare boost just for sort of, yeah, for, for why not sake. And then, yeah, I didn't really have much coins left, to be honest. So I, I couldn't really get into anything else did you did you mm -hmm. get into anything no i had a look at them um i tried to buy one of the jerseys again i i'm we'll get on to that we will get on to that because <laughs> it's really starting to piss me off um i looked at all the levels i looked at the levels of my cards and there was no cards i thought i should level up to be honest with you they were either too low leveled because i've recently won them or mm -hmm. too old to the point that they're in the gallery so long that they're at like level 18, 19, and maybe they're the ones that you should be leveling up, but I think a couple of them were like 200 points off going up a level anyway, and I was like, I'll have him leveled up in two weeks. I don't want to buy the level up. You know, if, if the level yeah. up gave you X amount of XP, then I'd be like, okay, I'll lump the XP on, but I was like, I didn't want to pay to get to level 19 and then start to slog to 20. I was like, I'll just wait a week or two. There was no cards of mine that strangely it made sense for, but I did look into it. Um, at least it didn't make sense to me. But this kind of leads on to my next thing which do you know what harry i'm sick of it and i'm sick of talking about it and i'm not going to sit and bitch about it for too long because i'm trying to i don't want to be a debbie downer like but <laughs> i just think these mystery jerseys and jerseys are starting to really grind my gears i have one hundred and thirty-four thousand coins and i can't fucking spend them and it's not even that i can't it is literally that i can't spend them well i could spend them it's pissing me off the, the draw. It's not even a draw. The, the buying, bots are buying them up. No one's getting them. I'm there at 3 o'clock. I'm there with 130,000 coins. I haven't bought a jersey since I fooled them one about six months ago. I don't know how I got it. And I know some people have never got one, so at least I got a fooling one. It's not signed. But it's like, can we all just have the fun of a draw? And can we all mm. enter? And can it be drawn 24 hours after it's put up on the marketplace? Or something. Like, I don't know. I just feel like it's fast finger first disappointment. I think if everyone was in and given a fair shot, and you could say everyone is given a fair shot, you'll just have to be there at three o'clock or whatever. But I don't know. It just leads to so much frustration because it's the most frustrating experience in the world because you click and you click as fast as you can. You're refresh, 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 refresh. You're in. Click, 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 click. Oh, out of stock. And you're like, what am I doing? What is this? How can it be out of stock? It's been 11 seconds. Do you know what I mean? I just think... Let a thousand people, however many people it's going to be, buy their little ticket in the raffle 
And if they don't win, refund them it back. Or even just take the coins. I don't care. Does that count as gambling if it's free money anyway? I don't know. Take the coins. I don't I don't care. Don't give us them back if you don't want. Bleed them from the market. That's fine. <laughs> but anyway, it's just like, this has been talked about and talked about and talked about. But on a bigger note before I let you go, Harry, it's like, this whole club shop is the biggest missed thing on the platform at the minute for me. How can I have 135,000 coins and want to spend them and have nothing to spend them on? Even if it's not merch. Like, there should be just permanent, like, so rare merch up there for people if they want it. I think anyone should be able to buy a cap. That can't be hard. Go and order a thousand caps, lads. I think, whatever about boosting skins, maybe you can get more innovative in the game, but we don't want to break the core concept, so I understand that's a bit hard. Um... Can they strike up partnerships with clubs? They already have really nice deals with the likes of Liverpool or Dortmund or AC Milan, we've seen. Can mm. they strike something up there where people can buy, not even signed, just shirts for those clubs and get a 20% discount than they would have buying it online at the club shop by using coins? Can they strike up something? I don't know. I just look at it and I'm like, when, when does this end? Am I going to have a million coins someday? And just know, what's the point in the coins? Like, What are we doing here? I don't know. No, what, what, what's your take on all that? The first, the first take I've got is yeah, I've seen a bit more, um, yeah, just sort of chat on on Sora as far as you know the frustration that many people sort of yeah shared like like you have there, and I think aren't there bots being involved now? Like aren't bots scooping up these shirts? That's what I've heard. I'm not a tech guy. I don't really even know what a bot is. I think you <laughs> build it. something online and <laughs> it like yeah. sits and like constantly like. I, this is so hilarious to people who know what these are but like my vision of a bot is like it'll just go like wabbity babbity 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 bap at the thing you tell to do that at and then the minute it's up the bot's in and it knows exactly what to click and what to do and it'll do it quicker than a human ever could do and there's no human error so th that's what I think a bot is <laughs> but in my head it the, is. No, it, you're never going to beat a bot and yes you're apparently never they're involved no they're involved and then like I think like back in the day eBay bots were you like ever exposed to that like were you in in the eBay sort of sniping world? I was never <laughs> not no, I, like no. no. So like there was like these eBay bots that you could kind of like I think they were like apps on the app store and you could literally just like download, you know, eBay sniping bot and you could like snipe things basically quicker than obviously a human could, right? Mm. It's kind of this feels like a very similar sort of situation. Um but obviously on Sora and like, you know, we have bots on the market, whatever, and they have their you know, they do their bit, but then like, yeah, doing it for like this raffle thing. If that is the reason why these are selling up, so I know they're going to sell up fast anyway, and I think the the method is crooked. Like it don't make sense. Like you said, and I think Habe have said it on Twitter quite quite loudly over the last few days. Like just fucking raffle. Like what what are we doing here? And if you can't raffle, come out and say to people, guys, we hear you, but it's a regulatory yeah. thing and we're working on it. I don't know. It's right. just because everyone's been talking about this for months and everyone's kind of like, why are you still doing it this way? It's driving us all fucking insane. Do you know? Uh -huh. Like at least. And their, their their communication, I think, has been pretty good recently. So it's just surprising me that they're not addressing the elephant in the room, just being like, guys, we know this isn't optimal. We're working on another solution. Guys, we know this isn't optimal. We hear your suggestions for a raffle. Unfortunately, it won't work because of regulations. We're looking at other ways we can do it. Guys, we hear what you're doing. We're working on a new thing. It's going to be brought out in February. I don't know. There's just, it's just driving me mad. But it is a weird one, isn't it? And then what was your point on. The other part, what not being able to say? spare my coins, other things they the could coins. have. Coins, yeah, that that's obviously a frustration in the sense that like they could do so much with it. Like you, you obviously pointed out a couple of of a nice little sort of trinkets there that you could you know buy. But like again, is it that it's probably the most underused or underutilized feature I would say right now. But you know they they 
it, it's like becoming more of a thing. Like you get the coins for the rivals. Like they're, they're sort of integrating it as in, in certain ways, but they're just like missing the main part, which is like, how do we spend them? Yeah, okay, winning them. But like the mm. spending part is the main bit. Like you said, you're sitting on X amount of coins, but like... What's, what's the, the point in winning something you can't spend? What, what's the point in it then? Do you know what I mean? I know. What's the point in a currency that can't be spent? There's, a there's couple, no point in it. A couple it. months ago, I had a weird, well, not weird, but I had one of those situations, like you said, obviously tried to click on, on the jersey. I can't remember if it was a signed or unsigned. And it asked me for like my company name or something. And I'm like, I just want to buy a flipping jersey. So I couldn't actually go through with the transaction. And obviously I missed out. This was before, like, this was one of the first ones. So it was like, mm. I don't think bots were maybe involved sniffing around at that point. And I was like, I would have been able to get one if I didn't have to do this sort of company thing. I don't know. It was just, mm. you know, like you have to fill out like your address yeah. and all that stuff. No, you can, I think I you can autofill yeah. that or something now. But at the start, oh, that was a nightmare. Oh, yeah, that I think was, now that, you can go put your details in your size and here's another one for you see for the yeah. same jerseys i don't give a fuck what size it is because i'm not wearing I it <laughs> i want to display it on my wall give me a small give me a medium which one have you got the most stock in because that's the one i'm going to pick do you know what i mean yeah. that was annoying me so. then and i also think they regularly make signed jerseys small jerseys because they're easier to frame i think they are so maybe i'm giving the secret up here but i imagine if i selected my size as small I'd have a better chance at a signed jersey. I'm guessing, by the way. I don't Definitely know. Definitely small or medium, 100%. Yeah. yeah. And then if I put XL, if it's going to be unsigned, what's the point in getting a shirt I can't wear? Here's one for you, Harry. I've just thought of it. Mm -hmm. Maybe someone's talked about it before. Yeah. Um, what about adding coins to offers? Because if someone came at me and said, do you know what it is, Big Nellis? I don't know why they would call me Big Nellis. I went to go Big Man and followed up with Nellis instead of Big Man. <laughs> anyway, if someone said to me, do you know what it is, Big Man? If I give you 4,000 coins, can I have that limited? And the limited's worth like two quid, I'd be like, aye. It's not a maybe great conversion rate, but ultimately, they have a value. Well, do they have a value if they can't spend them? But you get my point. Would I start yeah. to accumulate them? And If someone came at me with 100,000 of these coins and said, I'll give you 100,000 of these coins for that 50 quid rare card. Now, you have to think if someone is in the position where they've got a hundred thousand of those coins, they maybe don't need a fifty. But you get the point. Yeah, yeah. Would I sit and go? Do you know what? Fuck it, just give me them. I don't know. Maybe as a wee sweetener, you know. I I don't know. Maybe it's just I something. Like it. You know why? Why couldn't it be added in? The only re yeah, my only pushback on why couldn't it would it would it fall into like like right now? There's no way to really. Well, I guess there is, but there's no way to gauge how much one so coin is worth, is there, in, like, actual mm. fiat currency. You could argue, okay, signed jersey. You could probably, like, work it out in a weird way. You know, you go 35,000 yeah. coins. How much is signed jersey? It depends what the club is. I say it's 200 quid. Like, you could kind of work it out in that sense. But, like, as far as, like, cards go, I don't know. Does that get tricky then? Because does that stop? I, I think it's a good idea if you add them to trades or add them to deals. So, like, say if you want to buy a 50-quid card off me, you offer me 45 quid, but you offer me 10,000 coins with it, mm. that might sweeten the deal. Maybe. I don't know if you could just go straight coins, because then that somehow, in a weird world, that that's, in like, that's then, like, a currency, isn't it? Rather yeah. than using ETH, using coins. But I love the idea. I think adding it on could be, could be explored. That's what I was going to say to you, because maybe it is one of those things where, at the minute, they're kind of playing this game where these coins aren't really in and they're a fun little add-on like in-game currency mm -hmm. whereas whenever you make it not just about in-game items and you make well cards are in-game items but they're yours and you can export them and all maybe it becomes more of like a legitimate currency and there's much more regulation so maybe it is an issue around that i don't know have any knowledge on it all but anyway that was a wee side rant um 
pitch notes. They added recent scores for you to market and pages so you can scout more efficient and see whatever. Great. I mean, yeah, but it's not going to change my day-to-day or most of us, I don't imagine. This is the John Nellis effect, Harry. <laughs> I've this heard about this. I mean, yeah, tell me Big about Dick here. Nellis came in with his dick swinging. He threw <laughs> at the table and he said, you know what it is? I need an XP filter. Nicholas, get it done. And one week later, this week we're adding an XP level filter in the lineup builder to help you select the players you want to train in the academy. What can I say? I say jump, so rare, ask how high. That's how this works. I just <laughs> Wait, got incredibly me, lucky, I think. Basically, last week's... This out. So like on last week's podcast, I was saying how when I go to the academy, I want to be able to filter yeah. by like level so that I can train my players that aren't like... Because I keep coming up against like level 18, 19, 20 players and like I want to train the guys that are at like level 8. Got you. Because they'll accumulate yeah. quicker. Never and then thought it's of that. Out. But apparently this might have been in the roadmap for a while anyway. I just happened to ask for it at the right time. Well, so I'm just looking at my... Is it in already? Because I'm looking at like my cards and I'm seeing their XP. Oh, are you saying like... It's you the want to academy. See it says le- so right, go- yeah, I am in that. But then, yeah. So like, I hover over fourteen point five percent on my Alexander Schultz, and it says you know twenty twenty three twenty four level nine bonus. Is that what you? Is that what I haven't actually looked yet? So if you go to the academy, I haven't set my teams this week, and you go yeah. to filter. Okay. Ah. Uh, right. No, it isn't in yet. Maybe not in yet. Okay. Ah, so you wanted the filter. Sorry, I. I, I <clears> so what I want is a filter with a drag XP, bar. Right? Yeah, you can right. see it, right? But sometimes you've got collection bonuses and sometimes they're a new season card. Fair and, enough. Do you know what I mean? So what I want Clever. is that filter to go drag, get rid of the like level 1920 cards or whatever and like level up my my, my smaller ones, basically. That's such a good, uh, such a good sort of... I mean, it's so easy and like you said, yeah, it's coming. So mm. yeah, you ask, you nice. get. You know? Um, I am being sarcastic in everything I said there, by the way. I think I just got very lucky with the timing. Following your feedback on our page redesign, we'll continue to add more stats to our club and league pages. This week, you can expect additional stats on league pages. In case you missed it, as of last Friday, old season albums can also unlock badges in the club shop. So, the badges in the club shop was a new enough thing, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm just having a look now what, what that's all about. So, Basically, if, if you're over a certain collection, collection score, right. you'll get a wee... Um, logo so i got a vrl one which is nice, nice. yeah i've uh, got a you are a reds i've had that for uh, a while because that's like this year's j league team if that makes sense yeah. i guess that's re- referring to like yeah you're all the collection i guess yeah um okay that's cool that, that's fair i like that what did you think of the collection event as well that happened not long after me and haber stopped recording last week what was the collection event if I'm... so basically well, that's what they called it. They're very excited to launch their first ever collection ah, event. Sorry. Um, where they basically, for the first batch, they were rewarding all the remaining stock of Champion Europe player signed jerseys for this year. Eligible managers will find a dedicated club shop item before 12 CET that they'll be able to claim for a period of a week. If unclaimed, the club shop item will disappear. Blah, blah, blah. Um, you won't need to use coins to claim your reward. And basically, the top three limited, top two rare, and top one super rare collectors from this season for a list of clubs. I'm not bore you. A lot of Italian and Spanish ones. And then the same, but slightly different for some other clubs. Basically, specific champion Europe clubs, top collectors, got jerseys given out. Which I think is a good Sorry, thing. Yeah. It is a very good thing. So, I, I, yeah, when you started going then, I obviously, yeah, it kind of come back to me. Because Quinny... When he wanna well has a well will have a Girona jersey because he's the oh, top. Yeah, yeah that's he? one of the yeah he's the top super rare 
for Girona this season. I That's believe. Amazing. And then I was speaking to somebody on Discord who's a, a big Monaco um, collector, Super N. He was after one of my Super Monaco players. And yeah, he also got a, um, a Monaco jersey. So yeah, it feels like, I mean, it's a great little bonus. It's a bit annoying if you've got, you know, a team in Champ Europe that isn't on that list. Mm. It might come, but like, it, it feels like a bit of a kick in the balls a little bit. If you, you know, if it doesn't yeah. come in that sense, because, you know, well, you know, I collected Monaco, but he collected these and I didn't, I didn't get it. It's one of them ones where, yeah, it could be a bit unfortunate, but I think it's a great little... <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, like it's like it's it's great. Yeah, it's, it's real good. No coins, just straight sort of, um, ex, you know, sort of yeah, claim it and, and you're away. I think it's great. I think it's um one of those where it's just like they're they're they've given away the rest of their allocation. So it's like look if they don't have right. it, they don't have it. I think everyone just has to be happy if they got it. I don't think you could be like, yeah. why didn't my Burnley get it? Do you know what I mean? I think you have to. It's it's more a case of like. Like they've given away all they have, you know. Could you say could they have had more? But I imagine that would be in the deals they have with the leagues and clubs. Um, so I don't know. I just think it's be happy well, if you got it, but I wouldn't be too mm-hmm. aggrieved if you didn't. Maybe. Like, like I don't I, think it's an all or nothing situation. I think expecting them all to get signed jerseys or none. Fair. It's yeah. kind of like, well, you're being unreasonable there. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. you know, they're they're given what they've got. They've just said they've given up the rest of their allocation. Like, is that what more do you want from them? To buy what more, about, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. What about going like towards say next season? If Surrey announced like now, I know it's an agreement thing, and this might not be like written in at this point. But let's just say Surrey come out and say, lads, we want to encourage you to collect even more next season. You know, if we have a license of a, of a club, let's say Monaco again. You know, the the top two in limited, this in there, and whatever, in super rare, mm. you will get, you know, at a certain date, you will get a jersey. Mm. Like, is that maybe an incentive, like an external, you know, it's, it's a physical incentive outside of the cards specific, mm. you know, in-game utility to go, well, yeah, maybe I do just buy that random one of 10, yeah. 50 quid super rare. They might not ever play. Like, that is another way for them to, like, surely, you know, increase prices of cards, yeah, surely yeah. to God. In a weird way, like, you know. No, I hear you. It's it's another way to yeah. inflate prices if people need to find random one-offs and jersey mints and stuff. And I also think it's one of those where maybe I'm wrong. I think like the top collectors need rewarded, but being able to if you announce ahead of time, the top collector of Man United next week is getting this. Like there might be people in a position where, you know, the advantage will be in the hands of people who have already collected. United's an extreme example, but you know, pick anyone. Yeah. You know get halfway or something like the people who have collected will have the advantage because they will have you'd imagine the one-offs and jerseys and they'll have the best score and they've probably yeah. held the cards for over 30 days or 90 days whatever it is they got the extra bit like their score will probably be higher but if you come in and say like look the whole of la liga the top collectors da 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 as of this time will receive these then people go fuck i'm second do you reckon I could get this card off him? Maybe at least do a bit of manipulation where we go and Harry lend me that card for a week. But I don't know, just an idea. I don't know if it's a good idea or yeah. a bad idea to make it less spontaneous. I'm just thinking for more liquidity and boosting prices, like if people know they can actually act on it in the market as opposed to just being airdropped. But I do think the airdrop's nice. And I think it's a nice reward for people who've done it anyway. But if you announce it, those people have an advantage anyway. I don't know. Maybe it'd be shit if you've collected it out of love and then some whale just comes in and buys them all because they can and then you're like, hmm. True. Yeah. Um, will we answer some questions? Why not? Let's get into it. Um, 
Right, let's go. This is a fun one to start us off. Break up the so rare chat. It's been pretty heavy so far. Haber wants to know: Have either of us had any near-death experiences? Have you ever nearly died? Um, I don't want to say like I nearly died because I was a child and it's hard for me to like know how close I was, if that makes sense. But I do recall choking on like a soothing sweet in the car on the way home, or to I think it must have been on yeah on the way home from a game at the time I was playing for Bristol. And obviously, for Bristol to Cardiff, like an hour drive or whatever, so mm. you're on the motorway. I remember having like a little soothing sweet. I would have been like nine or ten at the time. And I remember choking on it, and I thought I was gonna like I couldn't breathe. So I, I remember my old man had to stop the car, obviously, and you know Heimlich maneuver and all the wow. and all the stuff. And it came up, I think, or maybe went down, whatever, whatever way it was. But like it was fine. That's the only thing that comes to my mind straight away. I can't think of any like touch on wood. Like I've never been in, like a big car crash or anything. Like I've mm. kind of been quite lucky with stuff like that um <coughs> yeah i'll be honest i've i've not really like yeah cliff edges and like i'm not really somebody that goes sort of you know mountain sort of hiking mm. and stuff like you know i don't really put myself in sort of that dangerous of a, of a situation but um yeah that would be my closest have you got anything there's two that jump out in my mind <coughs> again one of them i was very young and i don't really know not very young i might have been like 10 or something but I can't remember how mm. close it really was. But I remember at the time it was like I nearly died. I was about to die. I was walking home from a golf lesson. It was wow. like a golf summer camp. Okay. And my like childminder wasn't far away. I was, I don't know, 10, 11, 12, could have been eight, could have been nine. But it was an age that was appropriate for me to walk a across a road. Like, and it wasn't that far <laughs> from the golf course to like that house. But mm. I, I just got caught daydreaming. And I remember like just this moment, like I was walking towards the road and like, you know, like, it's almost like the movie where it like cuts mm. in on you and it's like, you know, the honk from a truck that just flies across your face. I remember like I was just walking with my golf club and just stopped and like near shot myself because it was like a truck just like, I mean, like right in front of my face and the horn going mad. So I remember that and it's, it's one of those, I don't know, maybe it was a foot away, maybe it was three feet away. I don't know, but I remember like I nearly died because I was daydreaming. Yeah. I just nearly died. And then the only other time was I was whitewater rafting in Turkey when I was probably about 18 and um went over come out everyone came out of the raft went underneath you're in the life jacket like but i remember mm -hmm. like you're so like um you don't know which way's up which way's down when you kind of get thrown into water like that um like discombobulated yeah like i had no idea which way was up which way was down and i was there wow. and i remember just like waiting i'm waiting i'm waiting no. to come up and i was like why am i not going up and i was waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and it, it sounds like a bit dramatic, but I was literally in my head going like, I have to breathe. Like, I'm going to have to breathe. Like, I'm going to have to breathe. I have to breathe. And it's like trying to stop yourself. You're like, like, like I'm not yeah, breathing yeah. in water. Like, I can't breathe in water, but my body was trying to make me breathe in water. You know that type of way? Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and then my head popped up and it was like the whole, <gasps> I got on with it. So it was, what was fine. Keep, what was keeping you down? Did, like, I think it was just the current. Like... I think it just got thrown okay. down and then kind of maybe in like a wee whirlypool type vibe underneath the water. Yeah, and yeah. I was just kind of, but like, I mean, I was like, obviously throwing limbs out and couldn't touch anything so i didn't know what was where and Got yeah but i remember i remember That's thinking like heavy. had that been five seconds later i was getting cpr i imagine but um or like i don't know you know the old movie where you get up and you book out all the water but yeah um a, a year later actually someone died at that same trip so no way yeah Don't turns out maybe well with whitewater rafting i suppose there's always a chance it's nature isn't it yeah, I guess so. Um, hmm. Good question, though. Yeah. I don't think there's any others. There's definitely a funny joke here somewhere, but can't think of any. Um, Jay Fraz. 
With collection bonus and XP making a significant difference with scores so tight at the top of leaderboards, how would you play it the next six months with the expected price decline for European players? Will you buy and sell? Will you sell and buy back or hold? So it's basically mm. asking about like collections. You know, like yeah, I think it's if hard, isn't it? With you're collections. just gonna hold them, aren't you? Yeah. You're gonna hold them. Yeah, that's what I'm like. Like I have a, I have a few fringe sort of players. You know, let's say like I have like Nacho from Real Madrid, right? And he helps me with my Vinny and Rodrigo bonus. So like, like I've got no incentive to sell a Nacho, even though like he doesn't bring me much utility outside of that collection bonus and the odd game where somebody's suspended. Like, that's like the beauty, like the cleverness in in, in the sense of you know how collections have, have gone or how sorry have gone about it. It's like you don't really want to sell them because it hinders. Then it's a knock on effect, isn't it? It's not so much selling him as a play on its own is fine. But it's more, well, what comes with that? Well, I lose X amount of collection bonus, mm. which then knocks on to Rodrigo and, and Vinny's bonus. So it's like, it's just not worth selling at that point. Yeah. Okay, if you're talking, you know, that that's a you know example on like the lower end of, you know, value, I guess. But like, if I'm going to sell one, I'm going to sell them all. Like, that's the type of guy I am. Like, I'm not somebody, mm. like, I can't drip and drab it. If I, you know, I've got like a couple of two percenters. I've got obviously my URL red diamond collection, which is my only 5% collection, which I'm, quite proud of now that i've got to that so it's like i can't the, some of the cards like two quid five quid like i can't i know they're not european fair enough but like you know mm. like i just don't want to sell them i've collected them for a reason they're not being sold simple as like that's kind yeah. of my stance on it then i have my you know my cards that are like you know my mega cards or you know my op sort of meta cards that where i don't care what the collection bonus is like they're just good scoring cards at the end of the yeah. day you could you can have you can have all these bonuses in in the world but they still have to be good cards that's that's the way i look at it a lot of the time yeah you know, you can make an average card with a massive bonus turn, like maybe just semi above average. But at the end of the day, a, a Quinton Timber still scoring hundred. Like, you know, it's yeah. just one of them where like he's. I don't. I don't want to go and you know buy extra sort of final cards just to pump him up too much because you know this costs to that. And I think he's just good. Like it's yeah, they're all case by case um, scenarios. But like collections are there for me to collect. I'm not looking to like move on drips and drabs of a collection. The whole mm. thing goes or the whole thing stays. It's kind of my stance. I have, I'm kind of going away from the question a bit, like, because I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm a massive collector on the game. I maybe should more. I have a couple of wee bits and bobs in the Lavilly Royale I did for a bit of fun, but I've somewhat mm. fallen into a collection, Harry. Like, okay. completely out of my hands. I have now become, let me go and find out, mm. I'm probably still massively down the line, but I'm the 18th biggest FC20 collector of this season. And I haven't bought a single card. I've won three FC20 cards in the last couple of weeks. I've won a Manfred Ugalde, a Dan Rotz, nice. and a Mitchell Van Bergen. So obviously, I'm um, new card, 20% bonus, or 20 lightning bolts or whatever, 20 mm -hmm. points. And then I own it, so I've got like 90 points. Now, it's not a hell of a lot, but I just think it's funny considering I haven't actually bought any of them. Well, you're you 10 know? points away there, aren't you, from 2%, right? Would that be correct? Yeah, I've ninety. Yeah, so I'm ten points away from two percent, and I haven't bought any of them, and I've won them all in the last few weeks. Three new season twenty cards. So now I'm kind of like in a sweet chance where like I want to keep winning them. You know. Well, that yeah. Or, or buy them one. Buy one gets you ten <clears throat> points straight away, and then you're yeah. straight on to two percent on all four cards. Then. Yeah, and I mean, there's a couple of decent cards. I think I, I've heard of people stacking twenty before, but now that I'm looking at their roster and sort of data. Are they in a sh bit of shit form or something here? Or what's going on? Is Robin yeah, Popper a guy good. who used to be a guy or something? And he's just... He's still a guy. 
Yeah, I think he had an own goal last week. Or that doesn't probably mm, help. But did. yeah, no, he's he's still a guy. I think Hill has got red carded. So yeah, the defense is getting a bit, you know, sort of shone in a, in a bad light there. But um, no, I think they're still a, they're 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 a stack. They're not final to PSV this season, unfortunately. Mm. But you know, because like Unterstall there, I mean, maybe it's just recently they're dipping a bit because <coughs> their L fives are all shocking. It's like who is it? Small guys, small. Giz, yeah, Giz, Giz, yeah. Gus, yeah. is a big fan of his. I mean, his old scores used to be gargantuan, but now he's just back in. And he's not scoring great. <coughs> Sorry, I've got a bad cough, but maybe he's just come back in at the wrong time. But my point is, if I did want to go and buy a few twenty cards, I've got a huge leg up, which is kind of fun. Hundred percent, and you won them as well, which is like <laughs> obviously they're little trophies in mm. itself. So like again, that double bubble thing, like you've won those cards, and it, obviously the trophy appears, but also. You know, the collection bonus is something that sort of just builds up in the background. And if you want to, you know, if you want to increase it, you, you, you definitely, you know, you've got the option to. Connor Aspel asked a fun question. So Rare recently announced a new Faces event where they released new season cards for players that were missed on launch. Is there anyone you're looking out for? And I am actually annoyed at you, Connor, for saying, for example, Troy Parrot. Because if you went and looked at my search history on, I'll actually show you this. I think I can do it. <laughs> um, If I click that, can you see if I... That was a day or two ago. I looked up Troy Parrott because um, I saw he scored for Excelsior. And I was like, I, Yeah, he did, didn't he? Yeah. I was like, Oh, Troy Parrott. I need to go and check him out. Um, <clears throat> Irish, obviously, 21. Mm-hmm. Scored an 86 there, actually, against Feyenoord. And he's been playing and he's been scoring all right. I don't know about goals, actually. I haven't checked his decisives, but he's been scoring all right. Um, so he's one that I'd be looking out for. I also searched for Luca Coliosho. <clears throat> plays for Burnley. I just was watching oh, match yeah. today and the thought winner. he looked absolutely electric. Now I don't know if I don't think he's necessarily a new face card, but you get my point. You think he could anyone? be right? Surely he would be. Like as in he's not on the game. He has old cards think. from Espanol. Ah, uh, got you. Who? What about you? I'm going to mute myself and cough. Um, on on that Excelsior sort of bandwagon. I've got a couple of super rares from that this season actually. They weren't first owned unfortunately, but regardless, I've got one or two. And um yeah, there's another player who plays with Troy Parrots on, on the left wing, Kuheb Driwech. He has all the cards, but like he doesn't have this season's. So under twenty three forward scores pretty well. Um he'd be somebody maybe that I could add to that. Because then like, it could boost me up then into the collections if I decided <clears> to get his super rare, which would probably cost a little bit, but um He's the only one that comes to mind. I don't have a, a new season card. I can't think of many outside of that right now, if I'm being honest. Yeah. I'm just having a wee look through. Um, do you know what I've become? Just cool. super lazy. I'm that annoying guy on Sora now who just kind of plays with what I've got. And part of me resents that and wants to be a bit more, I don't know, bullish and just start buying loads of stuff again. But I don't know. I just remember like years ago... I bought loads of under 23s and was like, I'm keeping these forever. And now, you know, <laughs> some of them are starting to come good. Doku's obviously been amazing. You know, Sugawara. Yeah. There's a load of other ones that even just come out, like Maxime de Kuiper. Um, Tobe mm. Lason actually started a game last week. Long may that We're last. Both, me and you are like the first two super owners of his. Mate, of that his changes card. my gallery. That actually, if he became a starter, and apparently he played really well. He did, yeah. He had a good game. If I don't know how long this injury for the other guys out, maybe this was like a one week thing, but I actually can compete at under twenty three super rare. Now, if I put Toby Lyson in, right, imagine he plays. I could rock mm. I think this is actually okay. Now I wish Jonathan David was in better form. I'm gonna use him because of the name, not necessarily the form, right? 
But I could be rocking like a Toby Lason, Sugawara Kakare, Jonathan David, or like or a Sulemana, depending on who they play up top. And then like Kulisevsky, Arthur Theate, Barry Ashile played again. He was back in the team. Yeah. Rovella's getting game time at Lazio. Um there's a few guys sniffing about. I also have Warmit Omari, don't I? So like I don't know, I'm just looking at him kinda of like I could be having a wee stab at under twenty three super rare here. Maybe I'm deluded. No, no, you're not. Definitely. That that team that team competes for sure. Layson's obviously on, on a poorer team is the issue. Like he's not playing for Genk. You know, obviously he moved mm. from Genk to, to Louvain. So, you know, an under twenty three keeper, if you're starting, great. But like you're still then up against your costas, aren't you? You're still up against, you know, yeah, good true. good scoring, you know, under twenty three. It puts you in the mix. Definitely the outfielders. You've got some wicked outfielders. Captain in Sugawara every week's probably gonna get you hundred points like quite comfortably. So it's like, mm. you know, can you make up 350, 300 points out elsewhere out of the four, potentially, if Leyson has a, has a good game. I don't know how long this injury is, like you said. Um, so it'd be interesting to see yeah, what happens with that. But yeah, it was, it was a weird one. Mate, I've similar situation, well, not similar situation, but like I'm in a situation right now, and this sounds like like boasting, but it's not. I've got five super goalies in my, uh, yeah, five super goalies in my, in my gallery, and they're all starting right now. Start mm. the season, only three, like I bought, you know, a couple to start, whatever. But two of them were like firmly second keepers. This Lason situation and Lezchuk, who's now Dynamo's number one out of nowhere in, in Russia. I've got five super keepers, John. Like, I don't need five super keepers. Jesus Starters, right. by the way. Two of them you... under 23. I don't need them. Like, I don't have enough. I have more super <coughs> starting keepers than I do rare, which is not the way to go about yeah, it. Insane. Yeah, it's ridiculous. This has only I mean, happened the last week, but, you so know. Toby Lason's limited prices went from like 250 up to about a tenner. So you could say it's 4 x this could be an opportunity for you to flip another super rare if you need rid of yeah. one. Because, I mean, this is, I don't, you need to look into the situation. I don't know if this is like, I, Toby's, Toby's in. Do you know what? Mm-hmm. I don't actually know. 100%. Um, I'm going to have a wee look and see if, no. I don't know. Um, anyway, <clears throat> let's keep going. <laughs> let's see. I, I don't know. Is there anything you want to answer? I'm reading a few here now. Um, Sorry, a monkey one was, was fun, I think. Yes, sorry. It was up near the top, yeah. actually. Okay, Ooh, this is for me. <coughs> Can we have another story from my ATC days, please? Ideally, one where I nearly shot myself. I'll have a think. I actually have one, but I'll wait until Harry answers his first, and then I'll tell mine. Uh, Harry, you're a bloody brilliant footballer. How far did you go down the professional football route, and how far off being an EPL player do you think you were slash are? Miles off it, uh, <laughs> to be honest. Um, yeah? No, I mean, I mean, well, like my roots as far as like what did I do as a kid? I mean, yeah, it was yeah academy, Bristol City Academy from like nine to like eleven. Got released before high school. Went to Newport, who are League Two, still a League Two from like thirteen to sixteen. Um, tried to get a scholarship that summer when I left school, or like you know attempted to get one. My year was like the first year they were paying scholars, if that makes sense. Before that, Newport. You know, the year above, year above, never had like money, you know, to, to be a scholarship. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they gave up six. I I was probably in probably seventh or eighth, to be honest. I, I didn't get one. Um, went back to high school, whatever, and, and did whatever. But um, yeah, and then I yeah played for Welsh schools and stuff, 17. So yeah, played like, you know, semi-pro in, in Wales in that sense, like the Welsh leagues. Like the league, the one league below the Welsh Prem, if that makes sense. So like, it's nowhere near as good as like the League of Ireland, if that makes sense, if you want to compare it okay. as far as like, Welsh Welsh Prem are like all semi-pro apart from one team, which is TNS, who play in the Champions League or whatever, but regardless. Um, 
then went to university, played, played like university standard, as well as playing sort of like, yeah, Welsh league at the same time. And then went to America, 22. And then, yeah, sort of came back at 24 in that sense and had a scholarship out there and, and whatever. Um, but yeah, as far as like how far away I was, I just don't, I was, I was not athletic enough at all, to be honest. Like I was, I was, I'm not that big. I'm probably like five nine, five ten, right? But like as a kid, at 16, I think I was 5'2". Like I have, so I used to go over DW gym. I don't know if there was DW gyms around by you, but maybe I um, like DW, uh, JJB basically. Mm. Um, Wigan owner owns them, and like you know those, you know those things like do like your BMI and stuff, and your height and your weight, all those sort of indicators. Like I've got somewhere, I've got like thirty of those receipts because like I was just you know obsessed with like mm. I needed just to grow at some point. So obviously it was like a, a weight thing as well, like you know being fit or whatever. Um, but like I literally have the receipts. Like I look at them and I'm seeing like. They literally say like five one five like at sixteen by the way and like I mm. I think yeah from then sixteen to eighteen I obviously you know grew that six six or so inches or whatever and like I guess that's not that crazy I think Scott McTominay did like eight inches between like sixteen and eighteen he went from oh, like wow. five eight to six four something stupid like that um, but yeah no never athletic enough to to make it like pro pro I don't think um, well obviously um, my cousin plays like EPL now for for Pompey like. Mm. Yeah, he's captain of Pompey. He actually just just done his ACL to be fair to him, which is a bit annoying. Oh, fuck. Um was signed by Manu at sixteen. Like he was like the kid. Yeah. Way more athletic. He's a centre back, way more athletic, bit taller, just like an apt like I don't think I've got the or didn't have or never have had the um like tenacity and the sort of like desire to win. I know that sounds stupid, but like mm. you need that like like when you're on the pitch, you need to kind of be like a demon in that sense. I'm yeah. too nice in a weird like i am just too nice yeah as yeah. a footballer probably as a human as well in, in some ways but like just as a footballer like i can't turn on like i can't have i don't really have a nasty streak in me um mm. and my cousin probably does and he's very good in that sense so like kind of got that full package in that sense you know i was talking to my brother-in-law at the weekend he plays rugby for ulster okay and it surprised me because he mentioned that about like that nasty streak almost where like this guy is the mm. nicest guy you will ever meet like just so <laughs> nice proper gent like Maybe I only see him in front of in-laws and also he's always in his best behavior, but like proper, <laughs> proper, nice guy. And I said, like, I was just asking, him, I was like, are there any players like you hate? Is there anyone like you just like any teams you play regularly and when you come up against them, you just are not about it? Like, is there anyone you hate? He'd be a second row. So he's always like rocking and getting involved. I said, no, but I think there's a lot of people who don't really like playing against me. I was like, why? He's like, I've been told it can be a bit mouthy and a bit, you know, in their face and a wee bit whatever. And I was thinking like, it's just mad how like, I used to say that off a pitch, someone can just be like so placid and nice and chill. Mm-hmm. And then just when they get on that pitch, they're just a, a demon or like just in that zone. Literally. I suppose every Premier League player probably has that. Oh, um, yeah, I'd assume so. It's just that like switch, isn't it? Like you said, they're so nice off the field, but then on the field, there's just a different human. It's like that alter ego type of thing or whatever. Mm. Like, I, I just don't have it. Like, I, I want to win, but like, I, I've never been like nasty yeah in the nicest way possible even as a kid i think that's what makes a lot of kids stand out like my cousin was like a leader like just a natural born leader some people just have on a football field he was a leader he's chatting to everyone you know he's bringing everyone together he's the sort of you know he's just the guy that everyone goes to to kind of well as a kid you know to to be that and he's yeah gone on to he's still only 24 or 25 now i guess he's a year Mm. below me but like He's still a leader. He's still captain now. So, like, you know those traits. You can't really teach them. You can't teach mm, someone to be a leader yeah. on a football field. It's either in your or it's not. Mm. Um, it's a positional thing as well. I think, like, you know, if you're a defender, you've got probably more characteristics that would tend to be more leadership rougher. based. 
Yeah. yeah, like back in the day, you're John Terry. Everyone was a captain at the back, weren't they? I know, mm-hmm. like Steven Gerrard, definitely midfield and defence. But um, yeah, no, nowhere near good enough, to be honest. Like, yeah, just a, a decent sort of semi, semi-pro, semi if that, player. Um, but like, I'm, you know, some of those things like out of your control. <coughs> it's like, mm. what can I do if I'm just not that quick or not that... You know what I mean? Like, there's just some things you're born with and you just got, mm. you just got to deal with them, haven't you? And yeah, I, I think I've made level. the best out... Yeah, I think I've made the best out of... Not a bad situation in any way, but I've made the best out of what I could... Do you know what you have though? You're a lucky bastard in the sense that like you've got that beautiful ability where it's like you're not Premier League player, but you see if you show up to five a side, you must feel like Ronaldo. Yeah, that 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 is that's nice. I I go to five a side and I score a wee worldly here and there and have a Mm -hmm. nice wee moment where I'll nutmeg someone, but like I just like I'm just an average Joe. Whereas you show up and you're the guy, which is fun. Yeah, no, it is. It is. Like I lost after I come home from America when I was like, yeah, 24, let's say, and I was sort of done with, like I was full-time football at that point, obviously not getting paid, but you're training every day, like you're in it, right? And it's it's fun, but like when you're out of it, you just want to break, man. You just don't want to play. And then it was mm-hmm. like, I just want to play five sides. It's so fun, right? Yeah. Less distance it's to run. Man. I hate running. Who wants to run? Like everyone's, yeah. I just want to get on the ball and like you said, just do, do your thing in that sense. And I got a lot of enjoyment out of that. I'm now back playing 11 aside and I am really enjoying it because it's, it's like I'm, I'm having to do things in football that like I wouldn't sort of ever known for tackling, like all the things that like I don't mm. want to do, but like, it's just sort of grown me as a player. And, I, and I'm kind of like enjoying that aspect, but yeah, five aside, mate. Yeah. There's nothing better than turning up Class. to five O's and yeah, it's just, yeah, the best, like you said. Um, for me, another story from ATC, I won't drag it out too long, but there was one time where a wheels plane, a plane's wheel fell off. Um, no, I was only a wee two-seater playing Cessna 172 I might have told this before so I won't go on too long but ultimately it did a touch and go so whenever pilots are training to get their licences um, they sort of I don't know if it's just for a PP it doesn't matter I'm not going to the details but they basically fly loops around the airport and just touch the tarmac and go up and touch the tarmac and go up because it's like they need to practice landing and they need to get X amount okay. of landings before they qualify type of vibe so they just do what's called a circuit and then they'll do a touch and go They'll go around, they'll fly another one, they'll fly another one. They could be in there for an hour at a time or whatever. Melt your head when you're in air traffic controller because you're just constantly on them. You have to just, because they're so close to the airfield, you just have to constantly watch them. And they're always students, they're always shite. So you'll tell them to turn left, they might turn right. You tell them to report ready to turn somewhere and they'll turn and then tell you when you're like, no, I wanted you to tell me before you. Anyway, (laughs) uh, one of them was doing touch and goes and he did a touch and go and his wheel fell off. So there's a plane in the sky with one wheel and now they're like, <clears throat> they have a wheel at the the back I believe it's Cessna are they front three yeah they're not a tail dragger I'm not an aviation nerd even though I work in aviation I'm pretty sure they have like a front one and then two E ones and I, I've watched these for hundreds of hours and I can't tell you but I haven't done the job for a year now um, one of them came out so essentially they had two wheels to land on and one of the wheels was off when you think of like a tripod without one do you know what I mean it's, yeah, it's yeah. pretty imbalanced yes. um, interesting so it was again the whole fire crew out all the rest and the guy coming in but I genuinely remember watching it thinking like this guy's about to die <laughs> I remember really? watching it or like I was thinking like this isn't going to end well like he mightn't die but <laughs> someone's breaking something like this isn't good I just remember watching it being like how the fuck do you land a plane with two wheels and did he? because they weren't even yeah. in a line you know what I mean um, right, he did okay. he, he came in and he landed it and he kind of balanced it up on the two and slowed down a bit to the point and then so like, like veered, on one side type yeah of thing. and then okay. it just veered into the grass and I imagine in the plane it was a pretty abrupt kind of stop but like no one was injured around him but I remember thinking like there's a plane with two wheels <laughs> flying in here <laughs> like 
that's mad you know what I mean and you're clearing them to land and it's like you've got the fire crew and you've everyone else and I'm just thinking like so this is the first guy who's gonna die on my watch do you know what I was just <laughs> like what do you do here as a good luck lad but he landed it so fair play um, that was a shot himself moment <coughs> right <coughs> Laird if you could be on a weekly show with two other people where you discuss players whose situations could pr- improve in the near term who would you choose <laughs> Well, yeah, I think that's a slight um, dig at having to deal with me and Sam every week. And actually, we're filming. We're actually filming in an hour, to be fair, which is quite ironic. We never film on a Wednesday, so um, that was just sort of coincidence. But no, I wouldn't choose anyone else. Sam and Sam and Laird are a good crack, to be fair. I've, I've sort of yeah, yeah gained um, yeah two real friends that I would never have sort of. Yeah, sort of come, well, not sort of come across, but you know, being that close with, you know, on, mm. on a weekly basis, even if it's just, you know, chatting 30 minutes before the, the sort of filming and, and, and a bit after. And obviously in Discord, we're, we're chatting so and whatever. It's just like, I don't know, that's, Sora has just brought so many sort of weird, um, weirdly amazing sort of friendships in, into my lap that would never change it for the world. I think that's more valuable than the fucking game, if I'm being honest. Yeah. I, I love the fact that through so rare it's like if I go to any city in the world not any city but like you tweet out and be like where should I go for dinner there's always someone to tell you or here I'll meet you for a beer you know, it's, kinda, <laughs> it's cool having that it's not something so sick man um, and I'm sure if anyone in the community felt that way if they posted it out there people would get on board and share it and stuff um, Marco Sullivan do you expect Francesco Camarda's unique car to sell for more or less than Hendrix mm, I'd say more because he's European probably um random story my mate was actually at that at the san siro this weekend where he made his debut oh um, really best mate actually yeah the one i took i don't I, I took my mate to that arsenal game a couple well, last year actually uh through obviously sora and stuff and big arsenal fan but yeah he went he went to the san siro with his family this weekend and obviously witnessed that but yeah i'd say i'd say more just because european factor maybe but andrick's brazilian i don't know um, it's weird it's a weird one isn't it what did andrick go for Endrick went 23 like grand 20- okay I'm mm. gonna say less before I even saw that yeah before I even saw the number just purely okay. because I think there's something very romantic about a Brazilian youngster yeah I was gonna simple say simple as that, that. Tough, no your yeah. <laughs> Neymar's Vinnies and your Rodrigo's and whatever I just think there's such a like nice wee I just think someone will pay more for a Brazilian but maybe I'm wrong that's a good point. And we know he's going to Real Madrid. So yeah, actually I retract those <coughs> statements. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you, John. Yeah, I think Hendrix probably is is the more expensive uh, unique. Do you play Sora NBA or MLB? I don't. I think I initially played them for a little bit, but you know, at the end of the day I'm 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 a, a lad who loves football. Like I can't bring myself I don't know. I'm just so not like I'm so um, I don't know what the word is like tunnel visioned. I don't know. Yeah. Like I can't. My brain just loves one thing, and that's football. Like I can't. Like mm. I love watching basketball. Like I don't get I wrong, you know, I, I, My brain just loves one thing, and that's ass. <laughs> <Do you know>? <laughs> 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 no, now you're thinking. No, my brain loves two things. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I'm not. Yeah, yeah. Not versatile. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Nah, man, I can't do it. I, I can't bring myself to like, yeah, spread myself too thin. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, no, I um, I have to say I find NBA far less engaging than MLB. Maybe it's the points cap. Maybe it's the so rare data tools, to be frank. Maybe it's, I don't know. I enjoyed the MLB 
purely because I would just go and plug in what it tells me to and I actually won rewards so it would be a fun wee sweat do I watch any mm-hmm. of the games no I might watch some of Julio Rodriguez's highlights because I like him um, but outside that I really don't watch the game it's all football but I do like I I'll put it this way the last like four game weeks the reminder set your NBA lineups the game week closes in one hour has saved me for like their last four game weeks otherwise it wouldn't mm-hmm. be lineups going in and I don't think I've won anything um Marco Sullivan says, if if you play neither or only one of them, what would Sora have to do to get you interested to play at better rewards or something else? I'm going to answer this on a broad spectrum, and then you can answer if this is your reason. I'm going to guess this is your reason. I think it's one of those things where you can't make people like what they don't like. You can't get people into what they're not into, really. I mean, you can definitely try and persuade them, but ultimately if someone's a football fan... Like they aren't just a sports fan then and they won't just play any fantasy game you look at the 11 million FPL players I wonder how many of them are as a percentage play fantasy basketball do you know what I mean It's like they're different markets so I think they need to look at a different demographic I don't think they look, need to look at current football users they need to be looking outside and I think they do that yeah, I don't know if that's 100%. kind of where your head's at or if you the only, could be persuaded is uh, the only, I was just thinking. I think we. I literally think we spoke about this last time we, we were on the pod together. Um, like you know, remember? I think we had that sort of vision of you know, could we combine lineups? Can I have an MLB player with a football player with a basketball player in my in my five aside solo lineup of some sort? If it was a multi sport thing, then I would not have to. But like, I'd be more you know encouraged to do you know to to collect a couple of you know other sports cards on on Sora. Um, and playing with my football guys, I guess. But no, if if it's just like a them on their own, you know, in the individual sport, I just I just can't get into it, man. It don't matter. Like I've been to a few games, like I just can't do it, man. It's just yeah. not in me, like you said. Different demographic. It's just like I think it's one of those where it's like I'd rather be the master of one than the jack of jack of all mm. trades, master of none. Not that I'm a master, but like I no. cannot follow three sports, two sports to the level I follow football. It's not possible it probably is possible but football takes enough bloody time as it is i can't follow mlb and when you get into it and you start getting down through their rbis and their this is and their that's and there's a million things <laughs> that are way more complicated than that and their stats and their numbers and the size of the stadiums and temperatures and there's uh, this sort of sh- level they go to because of how far balls are hit and how likely home runs are and it, it, it honestly goes mental different stadiums have different sizes therefore home runs are more likely i think is a thing and then like the temperature of the air impact mm-hmm. how far the ball will fly small stuff but I know you can't play it on a much more simplistic level. That's probably like the PSU fans of MLB level. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but um, I just, I like clicking the buttons and joining the raffle, but I don't really, I don't think I'll ever get into it. Equally like how I try to get into J-League in Asia and I've tried to get into Champion America. I just don't care. Mate, I'm you've sorry. just hit the nail on the head with that because like my example for that was like, the, the jack of all trades or you know master of one i've tried to master under 23s like it's hard enough doing that never mind like all-star gas and i'm you know i'm trying to trickle into those now but like for one stage for two years on this game i literally was like i just need to be as best as i can or do as good you know be- best as i can in under 23s and mm-hmm. that's hard enough as it as it, you know as as a as a strategy you know as an objective on its own so like never mind then like we're talking about you know, a niche within the sport, never mind another sport. Like, do you get what I'm saying? Like you said, it, yeah. it, it's, um, yeah, you need a lot of bandwidth, I think, to to be able to to do multiple sports, never mind multiple divisions on Sora, uh, like in the same sport, i.e. football. <laughs> Couple of last questions. Shoshi, um, let's play dot so rare. For Harry, 
as a mostly under 23 player what do you do with aging out cards and what influences whether you keep or sell them and if you sell them when yeah great question like good example i've got just off the bat is gaiton kook who we both own actually john i believe you still own yours um who like you know gaiton kook the um oh yeah i have mine yeah yeah, like last season yeah last season obviously under 23 he was my super good i think he was yours and then this season he's become my cap 240 keeper right so like i didn't need to i didn't feel the need to go and sell him because why do i put myself in that position where like i'm cap 240 goalless mm. if that makes sense for super air yeah and uh, like it just didn't make sense i just keep him let him age out okay fair enough he might go down in price whatever but luckily the cap 240 super came out and it probably inflated his price in that sense or goalies in general um, so yeah, a lot of the time, especially if they're keepers, I'll probably keep them specifically in uh, super is like, for example, Diogo Costa. Now, what am I going to do with Costa? Obviously ages out next year. Like that's a situation that I need to sort of handle. I'll probably try and move him on at some point because rare under 20, uh, rare goalkeepers that aren't under 23, like probably don't do it for me in that sense. Cause I just don't have anywhere else to play them. Realistically, I already have an older guy in Nishikawa, you know, in the J league. So like, he's my mm. sort of cap keeper. It's tough, yeah. Goalkeepers, especially super rare, I've kept them. Like, outfielders, again, it depends on their position. Super rare, like, it's easy. Like, Magnus Matson last season basically didn't kick a ball for me as an under-23 player. This season, he's basically one of the best challenger midfielders on the game, give or take. Like, he's he's been unbelievable. Um, and that's aged out, of course, but he's now then become my sort of cap 240 captain. So it's like, you know, I've just found other uses for them is basically what I've been... Or like I tried to do, um, specifically in Supera. Who was that player you said to me? Isn't Magnus Matson? M A double T. Magnus Matson. Yeah. At NEC. Oh wow, yeah, outrageous. Being decent, yeah. So like, yeah, big time. He was just one of them where like, yeah, he's not going to play for under twenty threes for me this season, but he's definitely going to do a job in in Cap two forty, which is a, you know, I think you know both of our sort of, um, especially in Supera, like a massive. You know, want to win every week in that sense, or you know, want to hit the threshold. This is a fun one, uh, not a fun one, just a, a important one. What's your long term goal with Sora, and what do you want to achieve as the final result? Yeah, it's hard, isn't it? Final result. Well, I mean, it's hard to yeah put, pinpoint a final result. I'd love to be able to play unique threshold at some point, as maybe miserable as that. Not miserable, but you know, it's hard enough at super rare. You know, with forty mm. super rares, never mind uh, unique. So I would have to really, you know, things would have to really take a, a turn in in the positive way for me to even like want to consider that i know i got one unique but you're gonna need multiple obviously right um that's a goal is there a final goal i i really don't know mate to be honest it's hard <coughs> isn't it to say i've been playing for a couple of years now and yeah you, i've seen progression definitely i started at res there was no limiters at the time i've worked my way up to you know super res slash one unique like I, there's definitely a progression to to be had but it, i don't know mate final final sort of yeah thing feels weird what, what, what would you sort of answer to that so I have 51 super rares and I can field about a team and a half. <laughs> if I really, if I didn't put in pro teams, if I didn't put in pro, I could field probably two okay super rare teams a week, right? Mm -hmm. um, so it would be nice to actually be able to compete at super rare. But being completely honest, I think it's, uh, for me, I am, as I say, I'm the old John would have went and bought the Collio show he would have went and bought the this he would have went and bought the that i'm trying to be much more disciplined in terms of like do you know what it is in the year of 2021 2020 whatever it was back in the day mm -hmm. he's going crazy i spoke before about the 20 grand that dumped on like donnarumma trent and ezekiel palacios 
whatever about you know my life has changed because of starting so rare content where that led me and channel like my whole life's changed because of it so i owe it absolutely nothing and i'm definitely out on top regardless but there's a significant amount of money put into the platform and i think it's naive to just keep playing forever and yielding and buying and yielding and buying and yielding and buying mm. and yielding and buying to what end and i think like when you really sit back and look at like okay well how much money was put in you know what i mean you know money is what makes the world goes around money is what makes you buy a house money is what will pay for my car money is what will someday feed my kids it's like at the minute i am quite content really enjoying hitting thresholds letting that money gather up and and buy a new car coming in a couple of months and i took out like three grand that i'd sort of accumulated since the start of the season in thresholds so for Mm -hmm. me now i'm keeping rewards that make sense i'm keeping rewards that will aid me in entering more divisions but i'm happy just selling rewards winning thresholds and if i don't get me wrong i won the holland i've kept the holland because it's a really fun card to have i won camavinga i like that and i did sell chavi simons maybe i don't know i tried to be and i did list holland and stuff but like i'm more than content to keep them i'm not like aggressively selling these things so if i win cards that i'm like i can use you i like you oh you're a card i've wanted i'm keeping them but equally mm-hmm. i'm not like actively going out and like shopping i'm picking up the one-offs and building collections because i'm kind of like i have put a decent amount of time and money into this platform it's time to start taking a little bit back because you know what i mean that that's kind of where yeah. i'm at mentally and you know, there's things that can change that but i'm getting a lot of fun out of that you know as well and that's the other thing it's given me a lot of fun now that i've kind of i think ch- changing to the fate wallets made me realize that it's like it's giving me a lot of fun now going like i want 200 quid at the weekend do you know what i mean yeah it, it's it's class so 100 man. i don't know i don't know if there's a final result i think the final result is i'm never ever ever selling my og hans vanikins or my danny parejos and stuff and i'll mm-hmm. keep tipping away and i'll keep playing the game and enjoying it every single week and it's me more engaged with football than i ever have been in my life but it's like yielding i'm here to yield now baby do you know yeah. what i mean i've built this gallery 100%. let's try and win with it <laughs> i agree with you man i'm in a very similar similar boat obviously we both luckily to to get on quite early and stuff and yeah, i've I put a, you know a decent amount of money into this platform i've obviously withdrawn and stuff and i'm in a position to where like yeah i'm I'm probably, you know, playing on house money at this point. Luckily, mm. like if I'm being honest, I've, I probably think I've put in maybe over 10k if I'm if we're talking numbers, maybe a bit more, 10 to 15. I don't know the exact numbers. I'll be honest. Um, I withdrew a couple of grand last year. Before that, I actually withdrew nothing for ages. Mm. Um, not really withdrawn a lot this year, actually at all. If I'm being completely honest, since the fiat wallets come in, I might have withdrawn a couple hundred quid, maybe. Um, mm. But I just like, like I said, I just like you said, sorry. Um, yeah, just like sort of building up a balance, and then it's the decision. Then isn't it? It's like, okay, well, do I need five hundred quid for for my life right now? Maybe. Okay, let's take that yeah. out, and I'll keep I'll keep the rest rolling over. You know what I'm saying? Like that's kind of how I've I've treated it. Even though like it is you know a source of income in that sense. Like it, like you said, you can you can withdraw it now. Not that you couldn't before, but it was just a bit of a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. like it, it it is something that you know, like you said, yeah, we are here to yield as everyone is, and everyone kind of should not should be at our, at our level. Like obviously. Um, if you're brand new, then, you know, you can't, I didn't think about making, making anything no. for two years, lads. Like, you know what I'm saying? I put serious graft into this and that's not like blowing my own trumpet or anything like that. I put a lot of time, like you said, into this game and money. Um, and it's not going to work out for everyone. If I didn't yeah. go into under 23s, I'll be honest. I don't think I'd be here now. Not here, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I wouldn't have the gallery I have. No chance. 
I think it's very lucky. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's very different. I think it's like if you come in now with a hundred quid, two hundred quid, five hundred quid, whatever. I think like there's a very decent value proposition in terms of entertainment. Do you know what I mean? Oh, massive. If you're paying to have that entertainment in your life, I mean, it is absolutely fair. And oh, you might win a wee jersey here, and oh, oh, there's a special weekly where I can win tickets to this, and oh, I've won this card this week. Jeez, you see, I won that, and I got a hundred and eighty quid. You know, it's like it's a very different position than when you've been in a few years. And you've stuck tens of thousands in, and time. I think it's like different things get people off. And we're being naive if you say some people don't play so rare to make some cash. I've played it to collect. I've played it to enjoy football for so long. And now my attention's turned a little bit more to like let's try win some cash here, big man. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But equally, as I say, I'm not aggressively selling. I don't think any cards in my gallery even up for sale for a week or two. I've maybe pulled through one or two up, but like I'm not like listing. Um, I'm very content in the gallery I have. I'm going to win cards that I like. I'm just keeping them. But I think my the biggest horn I'm getting these days is hitting that cap 240 super rare. Cap 240 rare comes in. Massive, man. Picking up a wee tier two, picking up a wee tier three, you know, selling That's them for my a life couple right hundred now. quid. It's, it's lovely. It's winning, it's winning super rare thresholds and, and picking up tier two rares. I, I literally, I've, I've won a couple of tier two rares the last couple of weeks. They've all been, I'll be honest, ridiculously bad. I've won Anthony who's obviously just not ideal mm-hmm. to win right now. But like 10th midweek, I was like, yeah, well, obviously that's in a di- you know, different conversation. Different but combo, yeah. yeah, yeah, 100%. But um, no, the threshold, thresholds are what make, is what making, or, or what makes a gallery like breathe. If mm. you're not winning thresholds, I, you just, you're just up against it. I'll be honest. Like there's no way I can improve my gallery all the time unless I'm winning consistent thresholds. Mm. I don't know if you, you caught Led's podcast yesterday with um, Bob Flynn. Obviously, he mentioned he was on your podcast a couple of years ago. Great yeah. guy and whatever. Top, top guy. But, like, the way he explained his strategy and how he goes about things was very, like, you know, I'm I'm here to beat Sora. Like, I'm not here to beat other players in that sense. He just wants to win the threshold. Mm. And it was, it was obviously too... He plays unique, actually, now, to be fair, as well. Um, but regardless, like, it just... Yeah, we're, we're here to, to win, like, at this stage, because, like you said, we have put a lot of time and effort into this game. And that doesn't mean to say we... We deserve to win. You still mm. got, you still got to win it. Like you said, you might be becoming a bit lazy. But you've got fucking ten other things going on in your life that that maybe on in in your head are a little bit more important, and that's fine. But you know, this is yeah for for me. Like I, I spend far too much time to not yield out of this, if that makes sense. Yeah, in 100%. like because I played it for so long. If you know what I'm saying, that that that's kind of my position on it. I'm just having a look at some unique under twenty threes. <laughs> just oh, so yeah, you, I mean, you mentioned the unique division i'm like oh, okay who's under 23 who's got a wee unique going oliver skip there for 0.42 eth okay. um anyone else jumping out efren alfred is underneath he's just done that in the last couple of years really um he used to be a baller at uh moscow there's a few sniffing about there anyway i'm not gonna go james garner james mm, garner's not yeah. a bad old unique is he that was actually a funny story. That, well, not a funny, but yeah, Sam or, or Led actually put that into our looking up a Led um, little group chat a couple of days ago, like that specific unique, and was like, what do we think? Not, yeah. But, what did you yeah. decide? I, I mean, I haven't got the money to go out and buy one, but yeah, like... <clears throat> I do, because I'm sitting if, accumulating. <laughs> well, I, I have a decent balance. I wouldn't be able to buy that right now, um, <clears throat> as far as, I think it was set for 1.3, or maybe... 1.1-ish now. 1.1 now, okay. Is it Bambi's? are we talking about yes let me go and check i think it i think it's bambi's but um yeah no it's a good car mate he's on set pieces at everton 
Yeah, I think that could be a sneaky one, genuinely. He it's doesn't score terribly. No, he doesn't, mate. He's a, and obviously, you know, great pedigree coming from United. He's a very good player. Um, yeah. Prem's hard, though, isn't it? Like, it's just yeah. a hard league to score well in, especially as a youngster. But he's scoring all right at, like, an Everton. Do you know what I mean? Under 23 He'd be a good cap player. But, like, I wouldn't be playing him in under 23 super realistically because, yeah. like, you're just up against Danny. He's playing for Everton. Like, no disrespect. But, like, yeah. they're just not going to score that many goals, are they? Yeah. But, Maybe I'll just step away. Anyway, <laughs> Harry, it's been a pleasure. People find you at Harry Trades on Twitter. Uh, your podcast, we already mentioned. Value talent. Anything else you want to plug? No, nothing, mate. Uh, yeah, sorry. Twitter's Harry Trades YT just because I couldn't get Harry oh, Trades. Yeah. So. Well, I've got the wrong one on the screen. Sorry about that. At Harry Trades, I've got here. At Harry Trades YT. Anyway, Harry, it's been a pleasure. And uh, guys, like the video, drop a comment below, and we'll see you next time. Bye bye.